0: Next, the golden days of radio.
1: This is Frank Brzee inviting you to join me for the golden days of radio. Great moments from radio programs of the past, headlining some of the world's most famous personalities. On this program, we are featuring Tom Howard, George Shelton, Harry McNaughton, and Lulu McConnell, as we present a complete episode of It Pays to be Ignorant. The comedy team of Howard and Sheldon enjoyed much success in vaudeville for more than 20 years. But their real popularity came in the mid-40s when they teamed up with two other vaudevillians, Harry McNaughton and Lulu McConnell. During the 40s, quiz shows dominated the radio airwaves. Programs like Take It or Leave It, The Quiz Kids, True or False, and Dr. IQ had listeners from coast to coast. Tom Howard's idea featuring the old vaudevillians had great appeal, a comedy quiz show on which not one question was ever answered correctly. They first appeared on the Kate Smith Hour and became such an instant success that it wasn't long before they had their own weekly show. For over a decade, millions of listeners tuned in to the antics of these four zanies as they played the famous quiz game, It Pays to be Ignorant.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, It Pays to be Ignorant.
3: Do wedding bells ring? Because someone pulls the rope. Correct. Pay the man
4: $8.
3: (laughs) What do they call little cats in Ireland? Kittens. Pay the man $9
4: because.
2: It pays to be ignorant. And here he is, the star of our show, Mr. Tom Howard.
3: And good evening, ladies and gentlemen Today's the day, the place is New York City The program is it pays to be ignorant A program that just asks questions but never gets any answers Our board of experts are three people who are so dumb They think Emily Post is a branch of the American Legion First, first we have to celebrate author Mr. Hyde McNaughton Who has just written a book entitled The Life of the Siamese Twins Or Your Spine is My Spine But here he is, Mr. Harry
2: McNaughton. Thank you. I, I have a poem, Mr. Howard. I have the earmuffs. Yes. There was, a, <laughs> there was a young lady from Eton whose figure had plenty of meat on. She said, Marry me, Jack, and you'll find that my back is a nice place to warm your cool feet on. Yes. Very cozy. Yeah, a very ticklish situation. All right, thank you. Nice to have a
3: woman so fat when she gets her shoes shine, she has to take the bootblack's word for it. <laughs> a woman. A woman who, when she was young, Billy wasn't even a kid, Miss Lolo McConnell. Did I tell you, Mr. Howard, my old man had an accident. Yeah, what now? He was run over by a steamroller. Oh, my word. How how did they get him in the house? They just slipped him under the door. Slipped him under the door, yeah. Did, uh, Did you scrape him up? No, I left him flat. All right, all right, please. Next, we have a man who was born at home. When his mother saw him, she went to the hospital. A woman, a man so cheap, rather, that he counts his money in front of a mirror he don't even trust himself, Mr. George Shelton.
2: Say, I got a letter from my Uncle Webfoot this morning. He told me he's crossing a turkey with a centipede. Oh, he's see. crossing a turkey with a centipede? Uh-huh. Well, what's the idea? Well, he said next Christmas, everyone will get a leg. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's quite, quite a feat. All right, all right.
3: Here's the first question. Let's get going here, see what we can do with it. Here's the question. In what room of the house do you find the kitchen range?
2: Mr. Hard? is it a gas range or a coal range? What's the difference? Well, I'll tell you, Mr. Hard. a gas range burns gas and a coal range burns coal. I'm surprised you didn't know that. I see. Thank you, Mr. McNaughton, for the information. Well, it's quite all right, old oh boy. It's a pleasure. Anytime you're stuck like that. Yeah, I see, yeah. Just open your mouth. Please, in what room of the house do we find the kitchen range? Say, do you have a range,
3: Miss McConnell? Sure. She's got a large front porch, too. <laughs> well, don't you ever try to sit on it. Okay. Miss <laughs> McConnell, you said you had a range. What room is it in? The bedroom. The bed... Your kitchen range is in the bedroom? Yep. I have a one-room apartment. I see, a one-room apartment. (coughs) When I get up in the morning and I want to go to the kitchen, I stay right where I am. (laughs) Very, very handy. Oh, look, will you please uh, try and answer the question, what room in the house is the kitchen range? Mr. Hart, tell me, how many rooms in the house? Mr. McNaughton, are you an idiot, a nimbecile, or a moron? Keep trying, old boy, you're getting
2: warm. (laughs) See, you know, my landlady's making some improvements over at our boarding house. She's painting the dining room a bright yellow. Well, that's no improvement. No? Well, you painted my dining room yellow. I couldn't stand it. I wouldn't be the same woman. And you mean that wouldn't be an improvement? Let's get on, please. (laughs) Well, well, you know, apartments are awfully hard to get today. I read in the paper where a kangaroo up at the zoo dropped her baby out of her pouch, and before she could get it back, a family of four had moved in. (laughs) Terrible. You know, my sister hasn't even got a house. She and her husband are living in a pup tent pup. And the pup came along and made them get out Oh,
3: please, please In
2: the fact, they didn't have a leash
3: They didn't have a leash <laughs> Mr. Sheldon, where do you get your education? I went to school, silly Yes, and you came out, silly <laughs> Let me get on here you No, know, Mr. Howard, we have a nice apartment Small, but nice All right And we have such good service, too When we want hot water, we just knock on the pipes three times. Yeah, What does that mean? That means we want hot water. Then the janitor knocks
2: back three times. What does that mean? That means we ain't gonna get it. (laughs) Well, I have a nice room. I have steam, heat, and hot and cold running.
3: Or hot and cold running what? I don't know, but they're running. (laughs) You know, I was looking at a new house today. The bathroom is out of this world.
2: Wouldn't that be rather inconvenient? (laughs) I mean, especially on a cold night.
5: Will you please try and make some effort in answering the question? What room in the house of the kitchen rain? Oh, house of the kitchen rain. 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 Kitchen rain house of the kitchen rain. 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 Gosh, gosh, Nothing. Nothing. No to, okay. well, the kitchen rain, house of the kitchen no. rain, house of the kitchen 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 rain, house the kitchen house of the kitchen rain house of the kitchen ray 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 Rain house of the kitchen rain. 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 house of the Kitchen rain house of the kitchen rain. 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 House of the kitchen rain, 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 house of the kitchen rain. 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 Rain house of the kitchen rain. 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 House
0: of the kitchen rain believed that I could build myself up. By tearing others down. Then after you completed your formal education, I believe you developed uh, an interest in financial matters, lending money... Loan sharking. Yes. Yes, I did that for several years until the criminal element in town asked me to run for public office. I took that as a mandate. I remember that first election. It still stands as the crookedest in Skunkhaven history. Thank you. And that was the beginning and now down through the years through your various administrations, you've managed to riddle each and every department with corruption. (laughs) From the top right on through even to the visiting nurse associations. (laughs) I'd like to ask you uh, a question and
4: uh,
0: don't answer right away, give it, uh, give it a little bit of thought. Would you say it's easier to be corrupt today than it was, oh, 10, 15 years ago? Oh my, yeah. <laughs> Here, 10 or 15 years ago, it was a disgrace to be corrupt. Uh-huh. No, no, it's a rich, fertile field. I would recommend it to anybody with a devious mind (laughs) who is willing to put in long, long hours without working hard. (laughs) That he will find it terribly enriching, fully rewarding. Well, thank you, Mr. Mayor. I'm sure we've all been able to draw something from your words, and we'll all be anxious to see how the jury finds when it comes back in. Don't give it a thought. I'm not. (laughs) Fair Ralph Moody (laughs) thing.
1: Fanny Bryce played the part of Baby Snooks on the radio for many years, and as always, Hanley Stafford was her frustrated father.
2: And now, back to the Higgins' home in Sycamore Terrace. Mommy's luncheon is over, the ladies have settled down, and Mr. Charles Harding Blair is in the midst of his lecture on the life of the bee. Let me illustrate, ladies, by making reference to this model beehive here. Looks almost real, doesn't it? <laughs> it, uh, it has a hymn somewhere along here. Where is that thing? Be careful, Mr. Blair, there's a bee crawling on your hand. Now, 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 let's not let our imaginations run away with us. These are just imitation bees. They...
4: Ah! Ah! What's that? Ah! Oh! Now there are thousands of them! Oh! Help! They're real! Oh! oh. oh. oh.
2: Well, I guess it's safe to go in now. I don't see any cars. The women must have gone home. Why, oh, Vera? Why are you crying? What's the matter, Mommy? Don't you, what's the matter, Mummy? me, you, you, Darling, what is it? What's happened? Lancelot Higgins, I protected that child many times when you wanted to give her a spanking. But now I want you to give her the licking of her life. Will somebody please tell me what's happened? My whole party ruined because that child broke Mr. Blair's model of beehive and substituted a real one. It was awful. There were bees all over the place. Well, where's Blair? He left in a rage. He's not staying with us anymore. He's going to Mrs. Jackson. Well, Lancelot, don't stand there. Do something. Snokes.
1: Goodbye, Daddy. Come here.
2: <laughs> Leave the room, Vera. This is not going to be pretty. Not too hard, Lancelot. Just teach her a good lesson. Vera. I'll take care of it. Outside, Vera, this is man's work. <laughs> Call me when it's over. I'll be in the next room. <laughs>
4: I didn't mean it.
2: It fell down.
4: Shh, and I...
6: quiet. Quiet. <laughs> is half a dollar.
4: A half
2: dollar? Yeah. Now start bawling.
4: But you didn't hit me
2: yet. I'm not going to. But I want your mother to think I am. Now go ahead. Yell loud as though I'm hitting you. Take this!
1: The first time Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy appeared on the radio was in 1938 on the Rudy Valley Fleischman Hour. Here's Rudy to introduce them.
6: Why put a ventriloquist on the air? The answer is, why not? True, our ventriloquist Edgar Bergen is an unusual one, sort of Noel Coward or perhaps Fred Allen among ventriloquists. A dexterous fellow who depends more upon the cleverness and width of his material than upon the believe it or not nature of his delivery. Mr. Bergen works with a dummy, the Raiden top hat and tails. Just imagine a dummy, and take my word for it that both voices you will hear are owned and operated by just one man, Edgar Bergen. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. As Rudy told you, my friend here is arrayed in considerable splendor. Yes, indeed, he Yes. And now, young man, uh-huh. I would like to know why you're dressed in tails and top hats and monocles. Where did the money come from? Oh, the Mazuma. Yes. Well, I'll tell you. I wish you would. You see, uh, my, uh, my stepfather, Yes. he passed away. I see. And when he died, he left me 200 smackers. Oh, he did? <laughs> yes, I did. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your stepfather. Uh, was doesn't matter. What did he do now? No, I mean passing away. Oh, yes, of course. Yes, yes. Well, what about it? Well, I mean, it's, it's sad. Oh, yes. Yes, it was. Yes. Yes, it was sad, really. Yes. But there, on the other hand, 200 bucks ain't to be sneezed at either. No, you're
4: right.
6: <laughs> well, tell me, uh, is your mother living yet? No, uh, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> no, I see. Not yet. Well, what is the name, if I may ask? Uh, the name? Yes. Uh, well, uh, now, uh, now that I have money, I see... It's, uh, Denby. Denby. Oh, yes. Denby. I'm one of the Fishwell Denbys. Oh, I see. One of the uh, walton under uh thames Fishwell Denbys. Oh. <laughs> You like it over in England? Oh, it's simply marvellous. <laughs> I imagine so. Yes. Yes. Well, what do you like most of all? Uh, I love to go uh, grouse hunting in the Scottish uplands. Uh, I see. Well, did you have any luck this fall shooting? Oh, definitely. Oh, fine. <laughs> the very first day out, I, uh, I got three cocker spaniels. Oh, you did? <laughs> yes. And uh, the second day, I uh, I got a horse, a horse, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my host, and your host. Yes.
4: <laughs>
6: I don't miss a darn thing. I know it. Is. If it moves, I shoot. I. <laughs> uh,
4: oh,
6: it's good fun. I imagine so. Yes. Yes. Well, young man, I don't believe you were grouse shooting. You don't? No. And I don't believe you were over in England. Oh, come, come now. Don't be a twerp. Well, I do. You don't believe me? I don't believe you. Well, heck, I tried. <laughs> yes, I know. So, what is it? Uh, Charlie McCarthy. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> but how could you tell? Well, you see, Charlie, I am a mind reader. Is that so? Yes. And I am a student of psychic phenomena.
4: Oh, boo-boo-boo. Oh, yes.
6: <laughs> the kid's clever. yes. You see, I have a crystal here. Yes, so you have. When I gaze into the crystal, uh-huh. everything goes out of focus. Uh-huh. It's just like gazing into a, a whirlpool. A whirlpool? Yes. What's a whirlpool? What is a whirlpool? Now I ask you first, All right.
4: <laughs>
6: you have never seen a whirlpool? Uh, no. I'm awfully sorry. Oh, that's all. <laughs> I, uh, I will say this, though. Uh, not so long ago, I, uh, I fell in a pool. Oh, you fell in a pool. <laughs> yes. But it wasn't a, a whirlpool. Uh, uh, no, I'm awfully sorry. Oh, then. It was a cesspool. A cesspool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was sorry for that too, I imagine.
4: <laughs>
6: but my good young man, that is neither here nor there. No, that was up in Connecticut. Oh.
4: <laughs>
6: well, now what would you like to have me tell you about the future while I have the crystal here? Uh, yes, uh, Would you tell me if there's any work in sight? Any work?
4: Yes. <laughs>
6: You're interested in a position? Uh, mildly, yes. I. <laughs> well, yes, Charlie, I do see a position here. Oh, goody, goody, goody. Yes. But I'm afraid the position won't do you much good. Why, what's the matter? Well, it seems that... It seems that your cocktail parties interfere with your work. Oh, I wouldn't say that. It looks very bad, young man. Oh, well, I, I never, I never overdo those things. Oh, you don't? No, I never, I never take more than a, a four or five scotch and sodas. Four or five scotch and sodas? Yeah, that's all, that's all, that's all. Oh, my goodness. What's that? Why? Well, I should think four or five scotch and sodas would make you awfully drunk. Yeah, well, it helps. It helps. <laughs> Don't you know, young man, that alcohol. Yes? Alcohol, it's nothing but slow poison. Is what? It's slow poison. Isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Slow poison? That's what it is. (laughs) Slow poison. Yes. Well, I'm in no hurry. Well, then (laughs) it's
1: up this edition of the Golden Days of Radio. You know your future arrives fast enough and plans to live in your own home suddenly are here. When this happens, the Federal Housing Administration can make buying a home a lot easier. They can help you with a new FHA insured mortgage or by your assuming an existing FHA insured mortgage. New place or old, however you go, keep the FHA in mind. This is Frank Brzee in Hollywood, California, inviting you to join me next week for more shows and personalities from radio's Golden Days. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service.